Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to go outdoors. Steve Carney joining us. SteveCarneyOutdoors.com. Number one, Steve, how you been? I'm wonderful, Steve. I'll tell you, the ice angler multitudes are out today. It's uh, <laughs> almost 40 degrees. There's people out pulling their kids around in snowmobiles and people ice fishing, and it's uh, it's amazing. They're just uh, they're all out in big groups. Oh, that that is outstanding. And uh, you know, running some errands earlier today uh, here in the cities, um, everybody's out trying to take advantage of the weather. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You get a breather like this in the middle of February and in warm days, why not? Great day to be out on the ice. Yeah, it is. It's uh, actually a pretty good week, Steve. It's um, The fish have been really neurotic this week. I don't really know what's going on. One day you hit them and you go back to the next spot, you know, the same spot the next day, they're gone, and then you go back a couple days later, then they're there. It's just been really weird, and they're definitely, uh, especially the crappies and bluegills are in that 19, 20 foot now, uh, definitely moving deeper. Um, and the bite's been pretty good overall, but very inconsistent. And, and I've been hearing that from a lot of my cronies as well. You know, this whole winter, it's been kind of a weird bite. It's just kind of on and off and nothing, you know, you know, lights out type of thing, just, you know, a decent bite, but not a tremendous bite. So, it's been that way pretty much all over the state and just kind of one of those winters that, you know, why that happens, we don't know. But um, one thing I will say is it's very important right now at this time of February to watch for bug hatches in these in these deeper waters. And I had some bugs coming up the other day that had little tentacles on them and, uh, and hard shell backs, real tiny little bugs that were coming out of the mud and rising out of the water and you can see that on your electronics, you know, very easily. And some people kind of write that off as interference. And actually, it's little green and yellow lines that come up from the bottom, and you see it on your electronics, and they rise up in unison. And people think, oh, I'm just getting some interference from my buddy's flasher or whatever. But no, that's an insect hatch, and why? that's why those fish are there feeding on those rising insects. So very important when you're kind of scanning and looking for areas that you find that hatch first and that'll that's telltale that there's uh, going to be game fish there steve carney joining us steve carney outdoors.com and he's here courtesy of the john schuster coldwell banker hotline and steve we're, we're getting into that time of year we're sure people want to be out there on the ice and catch fish but uh open water season really not all that far away and uh 
the the boat buying frenzy begins. And let's face it, it has been tough to find a boat over the last two or three years. I, I've kind of uh, hung in there with my old pontoon, uh, but but I'm dreaming of a new boat. Uh, what are you hearing about availability? What are you seeing out there? Well, you know, Steve, the days of walking into a showroom and buying a boat, you know, is few and far between. And, you know, most people have to order their boats now, and it takes anywhere from six, eight, you know, almost a year to get what you really want. And a lot of it's got to do with the pandemic and, you know, finding employees and all kinds of issues. But, you know, it's just something that, that you have to order. And, uh, my boat this year, Steve, believe it or not, same boat I had last year. Uh, this year's boat is $8,000 more than last year. Woo. So as long as, you know, groceries and automotive things and everything else is going up, so is the boat buying. And the, the, the really funny thing is if you get on some of these websites and look at these used boats for sale, there are a ton of boats over $100,000. And I mean used ones, hundred and five. 110,000. It's really getting kind of crazy. But um, yeah, and you know, people call me a lot and they ask me, you know, what do you think about this boat? What do you think about this motor? And really, the big thing is to power that boat with the maximum amount of horsepower. We've talked about that before. You know, people, you know, will buy a basic, you know, fish and ski and, you know, rated for 150 horse and they put a 115 on it. So, yeah, they saved a couple grand, but they're not going to be happy in the long run because that boat will be fine and perform with one driver, one person. But you add a couple people, throw a cooler in there, a dog in there, and you're going to have tough time planing, and you're going to lose a lot of speed, and that outboard is going to be working way harder than it should be. So it's very, very important that no matter what size boat you buy, you put that maximum amount of horsepower that's rated by the Coast Guard. There's a sticker inside every boat, and that tells you what that maximum horsepower. Do yourself a favor. Don't make the mistake because you get into a boat like that and it doesn't perform, then you're going to have to get rid of it and change the outboard, and it's going to cost you twice as much. So that's that's really a good rule of thumb. Steve Carney uh, joining us, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Steve, where are you going to be in the coming week? Are you going to stay close to home, or are you going to venture out a little further? You know, I'm not sure, Steve. I'm going to kind of play it by ear. It looks like the weather is fairly consistent, and, you know, that's what's been really puzzling me this past week. You know, we had 30 degrees, very consistent, no fronts, and fishing was kind of on, kind of off. And um, I'm looking at the next, you know, 10 days, looks pretty mild, and, um, ice is deteriorating a little bit. We're starting to get a little bit of water on the ice. Um, hard to know what that's going to do, but I'm not sure yet. I'm going to kind of go day to day on that. And right now, I'm on some pretty good bluegills and pretty good crappies up in Lakes Country, and that's been going pretty well. So I don't see leaving that uh, anytime soon. So we'll see. All right, Steve. Take care. We'll do it again one week from today. Sounds great, Steve. Have a great Super Bowl, by the way. Yeah, enjoy. You got a prediction? You know, after seeing video of how the Philadelphia fans treat, you know, uh, visiting teams and and their abuse to the Vikings fans, you know, from the NFC game a few years ago, I just, I'm not rooting for 
or the Eagles. I just not. And, <laughs> you know, I, I'm really not happy about that. If you see some of the videos of how I, they treat, uh, you know, like a couple of weeks ago when they had their game and there were some Vikings fans, you know, with Vikings jerseys, they were so abusive to them, throwing beer cans at them. And, Full you know, beers. That's, that's supposed to be the um, city of brotherly love. Come on. Yeah. Um, you know, so it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So go KC, I guess, huh? All right. Very good. Uh, take care. Right. Steve Carney joining us. Steve Carney, outdoors.com. Yeah. And by the way, our outdoors coverage continues tomorrow. Rob Driesline, outdoor news between 5 and 6 Sunday afternoon, sports schedules permitting. Of course, Timberwolves rattle their back at it and Big D against the Mavericks on Monday night. A little bit later, start Henry Lake at 6, pregame tip off show at 7, and then Alan Horton with all the play by play. Uh, about 7.35. And speaking of Alan Horton, he joins us following the news and weather at 5 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Hockey headlines tonight. The Wild trying to get back on track post-All-Star break. They get the New Jersey Devils. More importantly, Bob Kurtz night tonight at the Exxon Energy Center. The longtime radio voice of the Minnesota Wild is now retired, and he will be honored tonight. And I, I've dabbled in play-by-play. I, I, as a little boy, I dreamed of being a play-by-play announcer. Um, still do it. Uh, streaming services, local cable TV, that sort of thing. Uh, Bob, Bob is a legend of the craft. Uh, one of the all-time greats to work in this market or any market. His hockey play-by-play is phenomenal. It's a hard sport to call on the radio. And, of course, those of us old enough to remember the great Al Shaver uh, was a genius. But uh, Bob Kurtz, outstanding. And he will be honored tonight, and rightfully so. Jess Myers joins us from the uh, the rink live, literally from the rink live, this time the Kohl Center in Madison. Jess, always good to visit with you. Yes, uh, that's right. We, the Rink Live is an accurate name for this segment because uh, here we are in uh, the, the home of Bucky Badger. A lot of, a lot of red seats out there, but I got to say, a lot of gold in the stands last night, and I expect it to be that way tonight. A lot, of, a lot of Minnesota fans made the trip for this one. You know, the Gophers, with a win tonight, can clinch their second consecutive Big Ten title, and I think uh, a lot of folks are pretty hungry to see that. Uh, and you talked to Bob Mosco about it, like I did last night, and he makes it clear that, you know, yeah, that's a good thing. We're going to hang a banner. We're going to celebrate all that. But he doesn't want to talk about that one. They have their sights set on nothing less than winning an NCAA title this year. So uh, they said that that banner is cool, but that's the first of three. Yeah, and I, I think it's wonderful for the program to be at a point. And I, I felt when, when Bob Monsko came over from St. Cloud State, and it was a struggle early on. But, but I was very confident, would say it here in the public airwaves, that uh, he's going to win, and he's going to win big here. Uh, seems to be a terrific guy and understands what the goal should be year in, year out when it comes to Minnesota men's or women's hockey, and that is competing for national championship, that it really is frozen for or bust. Absolutely. I, I think that's the... That's the clearly stated goal. They got to the Frozen Four last year. They got a little taste of it, 
And then, uh, you know, they want to win two more games this year, clearly. And this is what's crazy to me, Steve. We talked about, you know, how the, the girls' high school playoffs are upon us already. The boys' yep. high school playoffs start really soon. If all goes well for the Gophers, if they win every game they can possibly win from here on out, they've got 11 games left in the season. That's just crazy to me. That I mean, these seasons just fly by, don't they? Yeah, and it is one of the longest, if not the longest season in all of collegiate sports, uh, starting midway through the football season and uh, lasting past, if you get to the Frozen Four, the men's Frozen Four or uh, Final Four in basketball. So it is a very long year indeed. But as Bob Moxley likes to point out, yeah, as Bob Moxley likes to point out, the college hockey season begins when the pennant races are happening for baseball, yeah. and it ends after the following baseball season has started. You know, the, yeah, the first pitches game. and all that stuff is out of the way. Yeah, it, it is incredible. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch on since you're at the Kohl's Center in Madison today, by the way, Jazz Myers from The Rink Live joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. This Badgers team has fallen on hard times. Here's the discussion I had with some friends last night, because Madison is a great town. I mean, it's, it's a yeah. classic college town. Uh, they love the Badgers. You see red everywhere uh, in town. And it's just a fun place to come once a year. But we had this discussion among some media friends last night. Here's the issue with this Badgers team. You know, a lot of teams you say, well, they don't score a lot of goals, but they've got great defense. Or, or their goaltending isn't very good, but, man, they can put up numbers. There's, there's usually one thing that you can point to that a team does well. There's not really that exemplary character to this Badgers team. And, you know, we're five games left in the regular season. The only thing that has been decided for sure at this point in the Big Ten is these Badgers are going to finish seventh. They're going to be in the, in the cellar. And Tony Granato, their coach, who's been here, you know, five, six years, he won a Big Ten title two years ago, but uh, this will be their second year in a row. They're going out on the road in the playoffs. And it's, it's been made clear here at Wisconsin that that is not acceptable. That level of, of play is not acceptable at a school like this with the facilities that they have. They clearly have higher expectations than that. And I get the feeling, talking to Tony Granato, that he's almost resigned to his fate, that this, this is probably going to be the end for him and his coaching staff here, which is tough to see. You know, you never want to see anybody lose their job. Uh, but it's just a matter of, not meeting the high expectations that uh, that folks have for this Badgers program. And you have spent time at Ritter Arena, the Golden Goal for Women, uh, take on the Badgers, uh, the border battle at Ritter on the women's side this weekend. And uh, a 2-2 tie, the Badgers get the point. Uh, in, in that one late, same two teams tonight at Ritter. Yep, absolutely. And it's, it's like Badger uh, Border Battle Saturday. I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. wrestling, it was uh, Gophers and the Badgers and wrestling, and, and I think women's basketball as well. So you got the maroon and gold versus the red uh, everywhere you look today. It's kind of a fun day. But, no, uh, the Badgers women's team, you know, which has been a, a national powerhouse for, for 10 years or more, and not having a, a, the year that they expect, but uh, they always get up for the, for the Gophers. And, uh, you know, it sounds like just a great game at Ritter last night. You know, Abby Murphy, who we love watching for a couple of reasons. Number one, because, you know, she works so hard on the ice and she scores goals. And she's also one of the most hard-nosed players you will ever see. Uh, she, she had one of those games last night, wound up, I think, getting kicked out of the game. But it just shows kind of the, the nature of this rivalry that, you know, anything goes when, uh, when those two teams get together. 
Yeah, so uh, if you're in town, great venue, Ritter Arena. Uh, you mentioned girls' sections underway, a uh, ton of games today and tonight. Uh, semifinals, section finals next week in, in the girls' game. Tuesday night I'll be at Aldrich uh, for a double header. Uh, in Section 4AA, so I'm going to call a couple of games on Tuesday night on NSPN.TV. And then Thursday, will I be back at Aldridge for the Section Final, or will I be up at Centennial for a boys' game, Centennial and Andover? That's to be announced. So it'll be a busy week for years truly uh, at, at rinks this week around the metro area. And, oh, by the way, I, I love Aldridge. There are some detractors I, I, I don't understand. Aldrich Arena in Maplewood is as good as it gets, in my opinion. Aldrich on the east, Draymar on the west, you know, two of the just classic high school venues. And i got to tell you, I'm always sentimental to Richfield Ice Arena, too. I tell, and, yeah. and, and here's the weird thing about me. Here's what I love about Richfield. they got seats on all four sides of the ice. You know, so many rinks, you can only sit on one side or the other side. Richfield has seating all the way around it. I just love that. You know, if you want a little different venue, you can go, you know, swing around to the other side and, and watch a game from the end or, or whatever you want to do. So I'm sentimental to Richfield. Yeah, and the the thing I like about Aldrich, it's the first place, as, as a young boy, my dad took me out there in the late 60s. We, we lived on Maryland Avenue in St. Paul at that point. It took me to a high school game out at Aldridge. So that's that's the first rink I had actually seen a high school game in. And I like the Mets Center vibes at Aldridge as well. It, it, it's kind of like a mini Mets Center in the way it's configured out there in Maplewood. So I, 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 just, I just love going there. And, oh, by the way, uh, as far as sight lines go to call a game, where they have the little press box at Aldridge Arena, it doesn't get any better than that. You're right on top of the ice. It's it's fantastic. Now, speaking of calling games, I mentioned it at the top. Bob Kurtz will be honored by the Wild tonight at the X ahead of the game with the Devils. Uh, more more on that game in particular. But uh, Bob Kurtz, I, I said it, I'll say it again, a legend of the craft, one of the all-time greats. And you know what's fun? I, I go back far enough. I first heard Bob Kurtz calling twin games. You know, uh, yep. back in, I think it was the old Channel 9 when they covered the Twins back in the, in the 70s and the early 80s. But let's face it, the Twins weren't much to talk about back then. Uh, that's where I got my first taste of Bob Kurtz. So, you know, just one of those legendary voices that you'll always remember. You know, I, I, I grew up listening to Steve Cannon, and he did some hockey play-by-play for a while. So good for Bob Kurtz. Good that they can honor him. And, hey, here's the best thing that the Wild could do tonight to honor Bob Kurtz. How about showing up for a game? Man, Getting, yeah. getting just smoked the last two times out. They they got some stuff to figure out here real, real soon. Yeah, and, you know, the, the thing about it is, Jess, is we, we've got a, a ways to go before the trade deadline in the NHL. But uh, Bill, Bill Guerin's in an interesting spot with this club because there, there are deficiencies coming out of the All-Star break that have become very apparent. And it, you, you can't go three or four games in the NHL without getting any points because you lose so much ground. And then it's so hard to make it up when a lot of these games are handing out three total points. Yep. Everybody wants to win now. Uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I don't think the Wild are in a win-now mode right now. I don't think they're uh, a team that's going to sacrifice some of the really good prospects they've got. I I just don't see them doing that 
for this season. I, I think they realize they're up against a salary cap issue still for another year or so. Um, so, you know, they don't want to mortgage the future too badly when this is a team that could build with some very good things coming down the road here. Jasper Wallstep being in goal. You know, you look at Sammy Walker's got a little pace this year. And, hey, following these Gophers, I've heard more than one Gopher fan say, well, I can't wait to see Brock Faber wearing the, the green come April sometime. So, you know, a lot of people are looking to the future with this, uh, with this last All right, Jess. Well, I know you got a big night at the Cold Center. And then, of course, safe travels home. Uh, thanks for the time, as always. Always uh, fun to talk hockey, Steve. We'll do it again soon. Jess Myers from the Rink Live. He's at the Coles Center in Madison. Border battle men's style from there. As the Gophers try and sweep the lowly Badgers and wrap up a Big Ten regular season title. But as he pointed out, uh, the goal is far beyond that, winning the Big Ten. It is getting to the Frozen Four and winning a title this year. Meanwhile, the women, uh, the Golden Gopher women, take on uh, the Wisconsin women at Ritter tonight in the final game of that weekend series, and we're rapidly closing in on the WCHA playoffs there. And then uh, a, a team year in and year out where uh, job one is getting uh, to the women's frozen four. We're going to take a break. We'll have an update on the weather. It looks good short-term, cold by the end of the coming week. And we'll talk NASCAR, the Daytona 500, one week from Sunday, uh, the Great American Race. Uh, the clash at the L.A. Coliseum in the rearview mirror. We'll get some storylines. Talk to our friend Jordan Bianchi here on News Talk. E3OW. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. CCO. Did you catch any of the clash? That was the NASCAR exhibition race at the L.A. Coliseum uh, last Sunday. I was jumping back and forth between that and the Grammy Awards also in L.A., and uh, it was really interesting for the second year in a row, uh, setting up a a short track uh, on the floor of the Coliseum, and the NASCAR stars uh, battled it out, and Jordan Bianchi uh, joining us to talk motorsports here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO, he writes for The Athletic. Jordan, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Always a pleasure. Yeah, Yeah, good to to visit with you. First of all, the clash at the L.A. Coliseum. Second year in a row they did it. Uh, your thoughts, are they going back next year? Are they going to continue to experiment with these uh, football stadium slash NASCAR tracks? Yes to all of that. We'll break it down. Uh, I thought it was a good race. It maybe wasn't as close to perfect as a year ago, which really just you know crushed it. And, and across the board, it was a home run. This year, you know, there was a portion of the race became a little bit of a crash fest. I mean, that's to be expected when you you know you're racing on a quarter mile track. Um, but it was still a really cool event. Still popular. Still resonates within the city of L.A. And that they built a football stadium inside the L.A. Memorial Coliseum where USC is, you know, plays their football games. It's hosted two Olympics. It's incredible to see. And it, it, you look at it and you're like, I really can't believe they did it. It's quite a feat. And then the last question, um, will they be back? I mean, there's nothing been announced formally, um, but all signs point to them returning next year. One, because this is still an event um, in the second largest media market in this country. Um, and, and also because the, the other race they do have in the Southern California market is going away for at least next year, if not longer. Um, and that's a market you can't ignore. So the, the clash is going to be around in some form, whether it's an exhibition like it has been for the last two years, or they try to make it a points race, which is very possible, uh, remains to be seen. But it's going to be around in some facet. All right. You brought up the race at Fontana, um, and it is in Southern California, but from the heart of L.A., it's, it's a road trip out to Fontana. T- tell us about that. Is it because of the reconfiguration that's been rumored? What's going on with the, the Speedway at Fontana? It's all because of the reconfiguration that's happening. Okay. They're basically turning that two-mile racetrack in, into a half-mile track, and it's going to take a lot of work. And obviously, with supply chain issues across the board, and honestly, California's a little bit slower on, on getting things done, <laughs> approvals and stuff. Uh, the timeline on when this is going to be completed is unknown. It, it could It's going to be at least a year could be as much as two years but it's all about the reconfiguration but but they will return i mean that that's a done deal and that's all wrapped up yeah i mean that was that was the exact question i asked was is you know is a return to fontana a a done deal and the answer is yes it's just a matter of when they they are really committed to this project which lends itself to the fact that you know eventually the clash at the coliseum is going to be on the move to kind of go back to one of your previous questions you know the the stadium show has been successful and it has shown that you can maybe do this elsewhere it takes a you know it takes a very special unique stadium you really can't do it in every stadium you almost have to do it in an older one that kind of has the olympic 
track, if you will, kind of around it and a little bit more open. Um, there's not many of those really, frankly, in the world anymore, but there are some. Or you could maybe build one somewhere on like a, a military base somewhere, which has kind of been an idea bandied about. Yeah, and another unique as NASCAR continues to play with the schedule is uh, the show that's going to be in downtown Chicago. And that's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Fourth of July weekend, and it's it's the new NASCAR. It's you know being bold, it's being different, being tr- not a, unafraid to try new things, and you you, you know building a, a racetrack inside of a, a football stadium would have been unheard of a few years ago. Now you're having a race on a street in downtown Chicago, which is crazy. Um, I, I know that NASCAR was trying it for a long time. He always like, like there's no way that's going to get approved, right? It's these things don't happen. And they did, and it's crazy to think about. I don't know what the racing's going to be like. To be honest with you, I'm very curious to see. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of caution, um, but I can say that I'm really confident that it's going to be a successful event. They're going to have concerts, big name concerts, um, throughout the weekend, and, and a lot of food trucks and beer trucks and all of this stuff. And it's going to kind of be like a a party with racing in the background, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we we've talked about other things. Uh, the closest NASCAR gets now with, with the Cup Series is Road America in Wisconsin, yep. and and that's been a very popular show as well. It has been a very popular show, and the, the camping up there was really good, and it's just a great environment. And it's if you're in the Midwest, you're in Minnesota. It's like you you obviously check these out. I mean, Kansas Speedway, which is a actually a really good race in itself. There's two races there on the schedule, and that's not too far away. And that city and what they built up there is, is quite remarkable. So if you're in the Minneapolis area, uh, you, you've got options. Yeah, and, uh, of course, uh, a huge week. Uh, the Super Bowl is coming up in the NFL <laughs> tomorrow, and the, the Super Bowl of stock car racing is, is a week from tomorrow yep. at Daytona in the Great American Race. And it, it is unusual about the sport. Their biggest race is is the first race of the year, and it's always fun, the build-up and all the things going on during the week. It's exciting. It's a great time of the year. It's fun. There's a lot going on. Um, and like you said, the, the buildup and the anticipation and the clash and everything that represented was fantastic in L.A., but really does feel like the season begins this coming week in Daytona. And there's some great racing throughout. And it's just it's a, a good kickoff. And really NASCAR's kicking, you know, it's beginning its 75th year, and there's a lot of celebration related to that. So a lot of energy, a lot of excitement in NASCAR right now. It kind of feels like it's shaken out of the doldrums a little bit from the last few years. And it's kind of getting its energy back. The popularity is rising. TV ratings are good. It feels like it's in a good spot. Yeah, and the, the, there's one race looking beyond the Daytona 500 on the schedule. We brought up uh, the, the streets of, of mm-hmm. downtown Chicago for a NASCAR race. That, that, that would be a good time. Uh, when when yep. the kids were younger, we, we made regular trips to Chicago and did the museums or did a Sox mm-hmm. game or a Cubs game, and it, it would be fun. Chicago's a, a, a great town and a great town to visit in the summer. But really kind of a salute to the the history of the sport, and I think they've done a good job of also embracing the history. And North Wilkesboro yeah. uh, coming up uh, this season as well. That's very cool. And it must have taken a ton of money to rehabilitate that. 
It did, and you're talking about North Wilkesboro Speedway, which is a yep. small rural track in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina that goes back to really the sports founding days, and that is where NASCAR all basically started. Uh, you know, the bootleggers and the moonshiners up there, um, they're going to go race the all-star race there, and it's incredible because if you had asked me two years ago I, or three years ago, I went with Dale Earnhardt Jr. up to North Wilkesboro, and we spent some time up there, and the place was closer to being condemned. It should have been condemned. Oh, for yeah, sure. I almost fall, I almost yeah. fall, I, almost fall, I, I literally saw a photographer almost fall through the grandstand like a, he stepped and he, the, the, the footing cracked and he slipped through it and I was like oh my goodness um, it's horrible it was horrible but they have put a lot of effort and time in there and you talk about the money it has been a lot and if you can Ryan Newman had a really good quote I talked to Ryan Newman about this he goes if one good thing came out of COVID it was the fact that the state of North Carolina got funding to kind of kick into businesses and kind of rejuvenate the economy a little bit right well some of that money went to places like North Wilkesboro which is crazy to think about but because of that them getting some money from that and then obviously some private funding mostly private funding they're going to make this happen and they're going to race at North Wilkesboro which is crazy because they haven't raced there since 1996 it's the birthplace and it's really one of the birthplaces of NASCAR and they're pulling this off it's an incredible feat that I never thought was going to happen yeah and I, I think that is great as well as you embrace the new celebrate the old when it when it comes to sport like that, I I I think it's a great move, and they're making a lot of cool moves and shaking things up and and trying new things. Well, Jordan, I know it's a big big week. Look forward to your coverage uh, in the athletic, and we hope the weather's really good for the entire week, including the Daytona 500. We don't want any trouble with rain down there. This oh, time. you have no idea. I will admit, I took a look at the forecast today, and I'll tell you what, the forecast looks really good. Like one percent chance of rain on for race All day. Right. That makes me very very excited. Knock on wood. Right. Here we go. Yeah, good stuff, Jordan. Take care, my friend. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you. All right, there he is. Jordan Bianchi of the Athletic covers NASCAR. Big week. Uh, speed weeks uh, in the lead-up to the Daytona 500. You have the qualifying races and uh, then ultimately the 500 one week from tomorrow. Twelve minutes now front of five o'clock it is a saturday here at news talk e3owcco well the big rowdy wm open in the third round down in scottsdale arizona and it settled into its spot on super bowl weekend and what's crazy about it is this tournament one of the most popular on the pga tour is just down the freeway from where the Super Bowl will be played late tomorrow afternoon in Glendale, Arizona. Now, granted, Scottsdale out to Glendale, depending on the time of the day, is going to take you more than a few minutes. But uh, the WM Phoenix Open uh, in progress today, third round. They were delayed at the start due to frost. So it, it does get chilly down there in the Valley of the Sun. Scott E. Scheffler is your leader at 12 under par. Xander Shoffley is second, two back. So Scheffler leads Shoffley by two. Then uh, Hatton and Hadwin are uh, three off the lead, tied for third, along with Wyndham Clark. Um, so you got to like that. Scheffler, Shoffley, then Hatton and Hadwin at the, the, the WM Open. In Phoenix, I, I saw the leaderboard. Uh, I've got the golf on CBS here in the studio, and uh, interesting leaderboard. 
uh, with the names at the top. And certainly some big names there. Uh, struggle a bit today for Jordan Spieth. One over on his round. Uh, he's now at seven under par. Justin Thomas in that group at seven under par. Uh, John Rahm, even on his day, he's at minus eight. Jason Day at minus eight. Ricky Fowler playing better. And he's been getting gradually better and better for a while. Fowler had just disappeared. Was having a hard time making cuts. And Fowler having a pretty good week down there. The one thing about this tournament, and I know it's considered maybe the greatest party on the PGA Tour. They've got that stadium surrounding the par 316th. I'm sure you've seen it. But my brother and I were were at a family birthday party last night. Uh, Happy birthday to my niece. Happy birthday to my dad. And most importantly, happy birthday to my wife. They all have birthdays. uh, One on the 11th, one on the 12th, one on the 13th. And and my niece, uh, her golden birthday. Uh, this weekend, but we got together, celebrated on Friday night. Anyway, my brother and I were talking about golf, and he and his wife have been down to Phoenix and attended uh, the WM Phoenix Open and have been there. And I said, yeah, you know, the party's great and so on and so forth, but I'm not sure it needs to be a frat party. And a, a year ago, there's that famous video, and I can't remember the player, who had the hole-in-one, and people were lobbing full beverages out of the stands onto the green. It's like, hold on a second. It's still golf. And if you play golf or care about golf, the one thing you do is respect the tee box and the greens. Uh, You need to also respect the fairways by replacing your divots, etc. But the tee box, and particularly the greens, are hallowed ground. You don't you don't fool around. It's like I'll I'll play, and people who like sunflower seeds, that's fine. Spitting the seeds on the green, come on. And then the these people in the grandstand, lobbing beverages out onto the putting surface uh, way way beyond. Now, with all of that said, I would still like to check it out. Looks like a really good time. Looks like a really good time there at uh, the 3M Open. And the weather is good, sun is shining at uh, the TPC of Scottsdale. We still have a lot coming up for you here on News Talk E3OWCCO. We'll talk Twins. We'll talk Timberwolves next hour. We'll get started with the radio voice of the Timberwolves, Alan Horton. They're in the midst of a road trip. They got blown out by Memphis last night. We'll we'll get into the trade, what Alan Horton thinks about the trade, and then the final game of this road trip against the Mavericks in Dallas. And the Timberwolves have played more games than any other team in the NBA. saw a tweet from Alan. We'll get into that. And now they have just two games this week before they go into the break. Anthony Edwards did ultimately get the call to the All-Star game. So there's a lot of Timberwolf stuff to get into with Allen coming up following the news and weather here at 5 o'clock. And then following the weather at 5.30, Doe Young Park gearing up for Florida. Pitchers and catchers report 
twin spring training, Major League Baseball back at work in the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League. And there's positive vibes around this Twins team. But Doe did uh, a story at MLB.com about the Twins and their projected lineup and their starting pitching staff. And there was a lot of if healthy when it comes to the Minnesota Twins. If healthy. If they can get good fortune on the injury front. And they certainly didn't have that in 23, and it finally caught up with them. And a shaky bullpen. Now, I can't say that uh, they, they don't have work to do, and I still think they need to improve that bullpen, but uh, there are a lot of positive vibes about the Twins, and not only being able to contend, but potentially uh, overtake the Cleveland Guardians and win the American League Central. I, I would say that has to be uh, the early expectation as we head for the start of spring training. So we will get into all of that uh, coming up next hour and and talk a little bit more about the big game uh, coming up tomorrow uh, from Glendale, Arizona. It'll be Kansas City taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. One more check of that weather. Quiet, and that's always a good thing this time of year. 38 now in the Twin Cities. Tonight will bottom out at 20 under cloudy skies. Tomorrow mostly cloudy in 39. So it won't be as sunny, but we could see some sun tomorrow. Nevertheless, then on Monday, sunny in 41. Rain moves in on Tuesday, Tuesday night, continues into Wednesday, and then it'll get chilly. Uh, Highs around 21 on Thursday and only 20 next Friday. So winter does make its return by the end of the week. We'll have the news. We'll start with CBS. Mark Fry in our newsroom coming up here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.